By the way, I've been exploring this idea of a different podcast format for us. Mm. We don't have to do it because we are a unique podcast, but it could be a viable option. So the Daily Motivation by Lewis Howes, mm -hmm. he's got his original podcast. And then he has this one where he does like 10 to 15 minute bits and then layers music over them with like the best things that each guest has said. Oh. It's, it's very interesting. interesting. But I like the setup. Interesting indeed. Is that what you... Have you been listening to him for a while? I've known of him for a while. Not bad. Is he... Yeah. Like, well, what kind of person is he? Motivational speaker? Do you know how, like, Tony Robbins is, like... Like, I, I don't know. Everyone has a podcast these days, kind of. So it's yeah. like... I guess, like, who do you inspirational, relate motivational speaker. You relate him to Leo? No, nah, Leo's more nah. spiritual. I, I can't relate him to anybody. He's, yeah. he's his own he's person. His own person? Okay. Dope. He's like the Jay Shetty type. You know, the, the Jay Shetty's, the Lewis Howe's, the... Who else? Tony Robbins is unique. He's in a realm of his, of his own. Tony Robbins. Because he's been doing it for so long. He's the first guy I heard of where he was talking about being alone and in a rut and you're in your one bedroom loft with no mattress and you made it as a child and you lost your parents and you know what I'm saying? Like he's the first guy that I heard of that would openly speak about that and used it as a motivational tool to become a millionaire. Right. Yeah. And ultimately successful. He has transformed the lives of hundreds of thousands of people, which is crazy. He's got big hands. Yeah. Tony <laughs> Poppins. Yeah. I mean, and then Tony Robbins, his name also stood out to me, at least because of William Robbins, which was the actor that killed himself. You remember? Blubber. He was the genie from Aladdin. The grandma from Mrs. Doubtfire? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was Mrs. Is Doubtfire. Is that how long it's been? I can't even recognize his name. Yeah. William Robbins. No. No, no. It's That's Robin Williams. <laughs> This guy's you, dude. You you psyoped me right yeah, there, yeah, bro. You, I was like, okay, I don't think he knows because it's like <laughs> I was I was trying to compute it. Like, there's no way it's William Robbins, Robin Williams, dude. Fuck you. I got you. That was funny. That was really funny. I was like, should I say Billiam Robbins or no, no? And I'm like, no, well, Mr. Billiam. Oh, Robbins. that is too funny. Well, I sure got him. Um, it has been a chilly morning today driving through the snow not really but you know i closed the window it's you had to too cold for me yeah i'm wearing not my, enough wim hof breathing I'm wearing my sherpa levi's jacket today yeah <laughs> i just <laughs> wanted to be comfy and cozy today yeah as you deserve to be bro because we have been working our asses off yes um i am receiving texts from the film team regarding the uh composer so we actually just met up with him today for the first time Great composer. He started off as a pianist. He now teaches piano, but also does all kinds of music. Very nice. And you know how, like, we talk about Luca Tensio a lot and mm -hmm. Hans Zimmer and all that? Oof. Sidicario. Oof. So this morning he was playing it live on Discord. He's like, so for this part, I think it's a symbolic meaning, and maybe we'll run with this theme for it. And he'll play like a sick piece. And in that, you're like, dude, it's like we just reimagined the movie. It's crazy. 
It's crazy. This is exactly what you guys are looking for. Yeah. What's the soundtrack like if you have one? Think of nighttime jazz, but uh, also also incorporate like string instruments. So like, okay. But like also piano. It's it's a bunch of layers. Mm. And there's throughout the movie, there's a bunch of um, orchestrated parts, like high orchestra and then drums for some parts and whatnot. But it's kind of cool to see that process because we've already done the visual part aspect mm-hmm. of it. So when you sit down and start doing the audio and um, in film, we have this thing called like folio sound, which mm-hmm. is think of crinkling wind, uh, room tone, white noise. Are you talking uh, about just, like the stuff that big, like there's a specific role, so, a job that big movies use just for that stuff? Yeah, dude. Like, so it could be as simple as someone doing this. And it could be, it's usually done after. So what they do is they take it to like a folio recording studio and you have people that sit there, examine the footage and they go, okay, it needs this and that. Most of the time, it is not the, it's not, it is not what you think it is. Mm. So like footsteps. Oftentimes, they're not really footsteps. Um, I mostly see it during snow when there's like snow scenes that they grab actual boots and they start. Yeah, they have a whole bunch up. of things yeah, in the room like, that they can use. It's crazy. And um, other than that, it's just, it's, it's, I don't get to visit it very often. So when you do, you appreciate the time. It's kind of how mm. it is. And you get to see that musicians just work with insane amounts of brain power, bro. I bet. I can't even imagine what even goes yeah. into the process. And on top of that, they have to stay organized. And So think of this. You know how when you're overcomputing in your head about like a situation or whatever it is. And if it was someone else, you can easily logically just come to a conclusion, right? But when it's yourself, you're chaotic. Mm-hmm. It's misorganization and all that. Um, I think music helps with focus on you know each each thing is a it's a dance of its own and it's a rhythm you know yeah you come at it completely different and i feel like you can see that with a lot of musicians is they're better at calming themselves down than most people i like to view myself as a composer nowadays just because of the reels yeah mr composer yeah. it's it's awesome to to have the reel available that you made and yeah. then think about different ways to add music because i want most importantly, I think we want this podcast to be an experience. We do that through the episodes, with the lighting, with the sound, but also the clips. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. The clips are... That's what's going to get people well, to watch. Yeah, see, that's the thing is that when you started, I was like, listen, um, you, I just gave you the clips, right? As is. I'm like, you kind of see how I do things. So it's like, it's not really unfamiliar, right? With my own stuff. So it's like, what type of music, what kind of stuff do you look for? And it's usually the music itself has its own environment, right? That's the kind of things we go for. Mm-hmm. It's not just, you know, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, just no. TikTok sounds. Yeah, no TikTok sounds. Uh, no sped up versions either. We're just, you know, straight up like we'll either put Drake in your face or. <laughs> yeah, one thing that drives me insane about people who create reels these days is adding music with lyrics onto somebody who's talking. 
Yeah. And then if that's a little, even a little bit too loud. Yeah. Keep talking. It messes up the entire thing. Like you don't want to, you don't want to listen to me. It's so annoying. Like, can't wait to re-listen to that. And then also another thing that drives me crazy is like the Hormozy emoji caption oh. style. Yeah, yeah. I don't like, like that. Or yeah, I feel you. That's Where? why I just put like highlight font, plain white. <clears throat> I call that splat editing. I don't like it. No, it's not clean. It's gross. You know? It's not sophisticated. You know how we, dude, I swear this actually annoys me, by the way. But I get a lot of people in our DMs that go, hey guys, let me take your videos to the next level. <laughs> Dude, we get like three. No, we get like seven a week. Yeah, we one get, for each day. And by the way, not seven, seven hundred. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Just, we get a lot, and it's like mm, I don't care for that. I've designed it to be like this. This simple. Okay? And what's funny is that it'll come from accounts that have like fifteen hundred followers. Yeah. Uh, hate to break it to you, but cinematic is not. <laughs> insert emoji right here. Not, hey, where are the captions at? Right here, dude. It's a you part know? of it, but it's not all of it. And it's, by any it's means. just, no, don't, I, I, I don't care. Um, right. No. I do it myself. No, <laughs> you have to do things in a unique style. Exactly. And I think that we've done a good job of that. Yeah. God. None of this ADD, I just ADHD. Like, I can't bro. As a filmmaker, I cannot, like, it's very hard for me to be like, I trust you here. It's in your hands. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, I'm the type of person where I'm like, my biggest struggle in life is finding a, someone that I like as a photographer to document my wedding. <laughs> mm -hmm. I've talked about this before. Like, it's like, I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't know anyone that I can fully trust yet. Man has to document his own wedding. Yeah. I would have, drone to, pay, footage I'd and have to pay a shit ton for sure. You know, like I would love Greg Williams to come over and okay. my wedding. You know what I mean? It'd be pretty crazy. That would be amazing. What would that even look like? I don't know, but he just did Tom Hardy. So he's going to come. <laughs> do that. It's going to, you know, tonight's about to be a movie. Yeah, it's going to be a movie. That's for sure. Uh, if if no one has heard, there has been a California wide ban on anything flavored uh, tobacco wise or nicotine wise. Let's just say I actually do want to talk about this. Yeah, it's too funny to me that, so, you know, go the, ahead, the go busiest ahead. state. OK, so far. And one of the most influential states when it comes to, you know, marketing, advertising and new things and development that th it would hit the state first. But there's a finally a ban on the sale of flavored tobacco and um, like vapes and all that stuff. I find it hilarious what? because in accordance to like how I lived, right, it's like the moments my life has always followed this way. But it's like the moment I choose to do something, the world conspires with it too, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like I had quit vaping, right? And then it fucking strikes. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know what that took me back to? Mm. I was sitting at, at a hookah lounge when I was 21. I had just turned 21 yesterday, okay? And then half my friends were under underage and the law had just switched to tobacco is 21 plus now. Oh, that's so the owner straight up comes out. We've been here like locals, dude. We come here all the time. <laughs> he comes in, he's like, sorry guys. And, I, and then I show him my ID. I'm the only one sitting at the table while everyone dips. I'm like, <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> I'll enjoy you know? my, my good old- So I've had, food. this is now my second moment where it was like that. And it's just so funny. It is hilarious to me. And uh, along thinking like more deeply into it, it kind of, I understand where it sucks mm -hmm. and that it is honestly unfair. 
It's because it's a personal choice, you know? If, if a company has flavored whatever, okay, and it's not banned in any other states, right? Okay. Just the most trafficked state. <laughs> it, there's, it, it just feels like it has nothing to do with government. It really feels like a Karen type of push. You know? I can see that. I caught my son with a jewel under his pillow. You know, like, whatever. And she was pissed about it. And she's like, what is that? Oh, I see why it's intriguing. Because it's flavorful mango. Mm -hmm. And she just thinks that's the problem, right? Which, inevitably, maybe that's one fraction of the problem. But So the, the industry as a whole is not regulated by the FDA, correct? It's like the supplement industry? I believe so, yeah. It, I don't it, think it, because it is. It's Mal yeah, Marlboro, Camel, those, those companies. The what, tobacco companies. I can see why they wanted to push that because they want, I think they're targeting more of the young generation mm -hmm. and they want to implement more health initiatives, but I don't think it's going to make any change. You might have less access to it, but you're still going to find a way to get the stuff. Yeah. Well, there's a problem for me. The problem is at least like you can't outright ban something that is a choice, especially when you have other choices like alcohol, marijuana. Well, prohibition doesn't like, work. Period. It doesn't work. Yeah. It just doesn't work. It either like you prohibit all use of anything toxic or whatever you want to call it, if that's what you claim it to be, or you open it all and it, leave it as a personal choice, right? Because mm -hmm. humans have this thing called self-discipline. I don't know if has, anyone has ever heard of it, but I mean, it's pretty crazy because you could choose not to do it. It's, it's fucking insane, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> just putting it out there. But, this um, is what I'm trying to understand. The addictive quality of nicotine is real, but I have never smoked a vape in my life. I hate vapes with a passion. So you don't link nicotine with vapes? No. See what I, I mean? link it with Zins. Yeah. I link it with Rogues. I link it with cigars and other stuff. I link it with my receptors and that the tomatoes have nicotine. Well, Little well, small yeah. bits. Yeah. So it's like you're hu as a human person, you are able to receive nicotine. Like you have receptors for them. You get me? So- Therefore, I don't see why, like, it shouldn't exist. It exists. But it's what, fine. Ab what about my point but is? What about smoking? It's the device. It so it's the device you take it in. It's the way you take nicotine in, right? It's the because what I have learned, right, coming from cigarettes, the world of cigarettes. I was smoking like a pack every three days, something like that. So I wasn't that terrible. I knew people that were smoking a pack and a half a day. Yeah, you know, so. But back then, all I remember teenaging was you couldn't, you just couldn't get rid of the fact that you needed to lift your hand up, do this cigarette motion, put it on your lips and feel it. Like you literally feel the inhalation. It's the habit. The filter gets warm. It's the habit of it. It's the actual physical movement of it. What doctors told us and what we used to know about nicotine is that it's a highly addictive chemical. That's it. Right? Warning, it's a highly addictive chemical. This is very highly addictive. This may cause cancer. We don't know what it is exactly, but it's all functioned into one. And we called it nicotine or tobacco. That's mm -hmm. it. So then, um, I have quit a bunch of times, bro. And that's the thing is my relationship with it, I think is a lot healthier. And I don't know, I have never met a single person that does it this way. Yeah. But when I quit, I do cold turkey. But then I put a time limit. Hmm. When that time limit is over, Guess what usually happens? You come to want to do it. And after all those cravings and you shutting them out for like, let's just say uh, two weeks. Okay. I think two weeks is good because you're not reaching a month, but it almost feels like a month. Mm -hmm. 
So you're really testing yourself here in your discipline. And if you can shut yourself out for two months, for two weeks, sorry, and not do it, just refrain. Like, I know you're going to go insane. There's like psychosis moments where you're just like, you're going to get it right now. If you just go along and not do it, you come back and you realize that it's a lot less of a pull now after those two weeks. Yeah. So now you take your hit and you smoke and whatever. You realize you hate it a little bit less or a little bit more, actually. You hate it a little so bit more. So you're progressively removing addiction. You're progressively addiction. removing addiction away from it. You're seeing that, yo, I know, like logically speaking, that tobacco tastes like ass. You smell like shit. And most likely no one wants to be around you. Yeah, I mean, well, that's... Right? Those are the secondary effects. Most so, importantly is the effect it has on your health. Yeah. Well, that's... that. Let's just say we're, you know, we're coming into an age where people are... They don't think that far ahead. Right. They don't care about their their overall health. Sure. Anymore, right. They're just trying to speed up time. That's the way I see it sometimes. Uh, it's harder. Or I mean, well, the point is, is relapse is fine. Relapse is normal. Okay. Whether you're doing like, you know, no fap, you're doing no nicotine, you're doing no sugar, whatever it is. It's okay to relapse because it teaches you something. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it taught me that now that I, I have the experience of knowing what comes after me being disciplined for two weeks, is that now when I take that first pull, it's like it was not worth it. You're like, I feel good now. You're developing more you feel awareness. a lot more calm and you feel like you took the calmness of those two weeks that were chaotic. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you come back. And now you're smoking less and you're almost forgetting about where the cigarettes are and you're like misplacing them and you're. They're not on you 24-7, you know? And you're like, okay, I feel like I do have a relationship with it, but it's not as bad. Yeah, but for most people, it doesn't stick. They find themselves doing the same thing. Even going deeper at times. Well, it's also because during, I would say during the two weeks, what did you do in replace, per replacement? Mm -hmm. For me, I I walked a lot. I would think a lot. Um, I would eat more, actually. Like legit eating five to six meals a day. And looking for snacks. I was drinking sodas. Like, you know, and it wasn't probably the healthiest thing to switch to that. But later, it just became more healthy. Why? Because I started using nicotine pouches. Mm-hmm. Nicotine pouches changed the game because it is now, you're not receiving it in the inhalation like type of method. Nicotine is a misunderstood compound. You, you see a lot of those ads from like um, government or whatever companies that are like, ban nicotine or nicotine is bad for your health. Nicotine itself is not bad for your health. No, it's it not. actually has quite a few health benefits. Like it's anti-parasitic, yeah. antiviral, antifungal, um, makes you think clearly, a whole bunch of things. Mm-hmm. But I think, and this actually makes sense with the inhalation because what's the fastest way to get a drug or a toxin into your body? Either bloodstream or- uh, The lungs. The lungs, yeah. The lungs. Which is, it's a fast acting way of getting nicotine. Yeah. So for example, if I were to put a nicotine pouch, it wouldn't kick in until 30 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, and it would really like simmer and like savor your saliva and then start entering your bloodstream. That's different. When you take, when you inhale, you go through a head rush. You're also killing your throat. You're killing the passageway for your throat. You're killing your esophagus. <laughs> the, the list Everything. goes on, you know, mm-hmm. and you're riling up your asses. Yeah. It's just not good. Especially if you had coffee this morning and less water. Like it's just, 
It's terrible. Right. So like for Zins, the only thing that's available right now is menthol and then chill. Yeah. So let me just say this real quick. Yeah. Just to finish off the story. But um, I realized at the very end that I wasn't quitting nicotine. I was quitting smoking. True. Big difference. Because the way I was taught to quit was completely different. And it didn't, it never worked. It literally never worked. Quit cold turkey. You never need a cigarette again. No, it's like you can feed it into nicotine. It's, there's, it's totally fine. And in fact, if you do three milligrams, don't go any more than that. That will, it, it helps you focus. It helps you go through, like if you have a prompt to write right now and you need like an hour and a half, just quick focus, mm-hmm. you'll get that done in 30 minutes, full focus. You feel like you've zoned out. You're, you're just in tune more, you know? And you can feel it and it starts with the way your body feels. That's what nicotine is good at. It's good at calming and kind of just uh, centering your position type of thing. Mm. So screw smoking. Nicotine, I'm all for. I don't care. Yeah. You know? The three milligrams is actually a, a quite a high dose. So I'm looking at companies that are doing microdoses of nicotine, smaller doses. And the one thing that I've been learning about in the one negative, which is why I've scaled back my Zen intake is nicotine has this ability to vaso, to create something called vasoconstriction. Yeah. So it constricts your blood vessels and arteries. Um, and that could be problematic for people who have a history of heart disease or any circulatory problems. So that's largely why I've scaled it back. But I've also been learning more about ways to to counteract that vasoconstriction mm-hmm. through vasodilation, so opening it up. And one of the ways that you can do that is through something called nitric oxide, which is like this gaseous um, compound. You get, it f- you get it through nasal breathing. Yeah. So your body produces it. You get it through sunlight exposure, exercise, a whole bunch of other things. They're just fascinating all around. Just finding ways to, to counteract any negative of this whatever is, you're yeah, doing. This is my belief in life. If you are healthy enough to afford sometimes unhealthy habits, that's the overall goal. That's why we say eat well, sleep well, get your sun, make sure everything's literally perfect there. Then you can afford these things. You know what I mean? Like I, you tweeted last time, you were like, oh yeah, I, ha- I just had a Diet Coke or whatever, right? And people went ape shit. And, oh, like, like sugar-free Red Bull, yeah. Yeah, oh, the sugar-free Red Bull, right? And it's like, okay, we get it. You know, sure, we went with sugar-free and it's like probably the healthier Red Bull. It's not healthy by choice, but mm-hmm. it's like um, you still had it and you know that there are effects of trash to your actual like stomach lining and whatever it is, right? But it's like, you're not having a daily. It's just, you can afford to, you know? It's not like you you just had eight Big Macs, three filet fishes and four McChickens, right? <laughs> all cooked in greasy ass shit for the past week. And then you're like, yeah, what's a Red Bull? No, <laughs> like there's a, there's a clear difference. Cause I'm sure you know this too, but we've all lived an unhealthy part in our life. You sometimes do to work and just not being aware. And you see that you already feel like crap. Yeah. And now when it comes to rewarding yourself, you've rewarded yourself with more crap. Which so contributes you, so to the contributes cycle, yeah. to the mental psychosis and the 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 reasoning for why you hate the way you look and yourself and the way you feel. It's just 
you need to shape, like nutrition has a schedule. I can go loose on a Saturday, but I'll watch it on Sunday, right? Or vice versa. Like I'll go all the way through Saturday and then Sunday I'll do whatever I want. I'll go to islands, fucking fry up some fries at home, like do whatever you want, you know? Mm -hmm. But I've realized now that I feel a lot easier to eating like fast food. Like it just goes down, you know, He's way easier than when you're always like, you're mainly eating fast food. Yeah, but like, this is the problem. Most people don't have that leverage. Most people are extremely yeah. unhealthy. And they're not honest with themselves, bro. Yeah. I think that's, this, that's, that's a huge problem. Okay. This is why I hate the idea of you know, like, cheat days, dude. Dude, and, it, and it's not even just food. Like it, just anything in life. Okay. You're going to prove to me that you're better than me somehow. Okay. What do we do? We play ping pong, play basketball. You, there's a winning aspect. Okay. Now people today, what do they usually do? They just, they don't, they're not honest with themselves. They can't take a loss. They're not looking for the loss. They're, they're not even only competing, for the win. dude. They're looking only for the win to the point that when they're losing, they won't accept that they're losing. They're denial. They're in denial. And that's it. It's kind of like, it brings out the individualism mm -hmm. in, in us, you know? Yeah. It doesn't, I don't think it hurts to be like, yeah, I, I could be wrong. Yeah. So here's the so, main because, issue with people's relationship with food. So, yeah. so cheat days, for example, I, I used to follow them, but my cheat days were so degenerate that it would just offset anything I did in the week. Um, so for example, like people think they're eating healthy throughout the week. Oh, I have my chicken. I have my rice. So maybe I'll have some asparagus. In reality, they're not set up to have the right knowledge to actually eat well, according to what Experts know, right? Yeah, because mostly it's gym nutrition. That's what I call it. Exactly. It's not in depth. It's, it's surface just, level. Yeah, it's it's for the purpose of meal prepping and it's decently, like you cooked it and it's, you know. Mm -hmm. So it creates food. this toxic relationship with food. You think you're eating healthy throughout the week, but you're really not. And then you go binge on a cheat day. Yeah. Or multiple cheat days. And that's why people don't see results. Well, that's the funny part. And, and, it's, and it's like, again, once you leave the gym nutrition stuff, and then you take that same bowl of rice, chicken, and whatever, okay? And you dive more into it. You start realizing that you need to add more things. It's about selecting key things during the day. Yeah. It's not necessarily having chicken, rice all day. There are other proteins outside of chicken. Exactly. So for me, for instance, I know that like Mondays and Wednesdays, I have a giant gulp of raw cranberry juice to protect my kidneys. It just helps. Right. Mm -hmm. It's another form of like, it's kind of like supplementation. That's what food is technically, you know, it's to nourish your body. It's the original supplementation. If, if our soils were healthy and our food system was in, in check, we wouldn't need supplements. Why do you think we take magnesium glycinate? Because we don't have any magnesium in the soil and in the food. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. Um, and that goes along the, across the board with other nutrients and vitamins and minerals. It's a phenomenal world we live in. Especially like I, I told Dalton this. Dalton hit me up. He's like, yeah, I'm going to Mexico, but I'm in Sprouts um, before my flight. And he's like, I'm going to pick up a whole bunch of stuff because I've been neglecting this. And he told me his goals. Eventually, I, I gave him the recommendations. And I just told him, like, look, supplementation is a means to get you to a healthy homeostasis. After you're there, you, you take one or two supplements and you prioritize eating nutrient-dense food because that's where most of the stuff is going to come from. Mm -hmm. It's where naturally you're supposed to get all that from. Um, 
But that's an important distinction that people yeah. need Do to you understand. Know, okay, there's a there's a meal we have that most Arabs have actually, but it's um, like stuffed zucchini. <clears throat> you know what's in it? Rice, meat, onions. More specific. Well, it's it's how it's cooked. So it's like we have the zucchini. Okay, so think of a green. Like we already have that. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Debatable now, to some people in the community, but well, yeah, we'll, we'll but agree. Like, we'll let's agree. just say, like, look, think of it as as a whole dish, what's, yeah. how it's cooked and all that. There's that. Then it's stuffed with rice that has a bunch of ghee, meat, minced source. meat, salt. That's it. And like black pepper. It's simple. You stuff it. You put it in there. Now it's in a tomato-based sauce with garlic, cumin, black pepper, a little bit of lemon. And it's like, okay. And then ghee. And then you cook it in ghee, right? And it's just boiling, right? And it's, it's now all taking in all of what we just put in there. And you realize they came out with like five or six sources of food somehow. There was good fats. There was uh, meat. So there's proteins. There was rice. Mm -hmm. We have greens. That's good. And then we, then we got veggies. Yeah. Which, Perfect. by the way, you need the fat in order to digest the fat-soluble vitamins in the veggies. So... Once you start looking at, that's what I'm saying is don't, don't limit yourself because I know everybody here has the will to, or the, 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 the skill to expand your knowledge on, on this and how to actually think and approach it. Mm -hmm. Because if you just saw that one example, that's one meal, right? And it, and it was loaded, bro. And that's kind of what we're used to. That's why we only have two meals a day. Usually as Arabs, it's yeah. so dense and you've, gathered most of your whatever now obviously there are other dishes where they're just not healthy you know they're cooked in like vegetable oils and whatever that's also common in like the indian uh community yeah. as well yeah but the culture and i don't know man it's it's uh it's a weird time right now because today i was looking at memes and it was we it brought back like 2020 was a fever dream you know and it was it like was a fever dream yeah like the white house was kneeling for black people outside the gates. And I'm like, and like, you know what I mean? And it was just weird. It was just a weird feverish yeah. dream time. People were just sharing like all these moments from 2020. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, did we really, how do we not think that this was set up? This was a simulation. This was like some sort of, you know, it put me in a weird state. And honestly, those two years really brought the 2 a.m. podcast into Thinking differently. Yeah, but a lot of people are still fucked up from that two-year time period. Yeah. You know how people stayed at home? We were out. We were completely yeah, out. We opposite. were technically out, yeah. We were out a lot, dude. I mean, our home was the stew, but... We found a new smoothie bar. Bro, we were chilling. Like <laughs> We were going everywhere. <laughs> Not to the level of Andrew and Tristan Tate where they're yeah. going to like Sweden and partying. No, no, not like that. But uh, good yeah, times dude. for us, at least. 100%, bro. We turn normal people into morning people. That's what we do because that is the 2 a.m. podcast here. Yes, uh, if you did enjoy this episode, please actually let us know in the comments on YouTube specifically because that's the only place you can comment. <laughs> and uh, if you would like to hear more episodes, please rate us five star on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, yes. and any other major streaming platform. We'd highly appreciate that. We also have a support link down below if you would like to support us it would keeps the podcast going even stronger mm -hmm. um 
expect a new couple yes. sponsorships in the future. There's a couple ways to support too. So if you want to buy an extra wallet, go ahead and use the code 2AM to save up to 30% off. We are partnered with them. They're an amazing company. They have all sorts of things like duffel bags, wallets, keychains, yeah. trackers, all that kind of sort of stuff. Um, stay tuned for more because we have a special offer for you guys from Vital Red Light. It's going to be soon. hitting you soon. So if you guys want to save some money on RLT, baby. RLT, baby. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Yeah, that's so, going to be awesome. Stay tuned. It's yeah, we got works. you guys hooked up with a special discount code, but stay tuned for that. And we will uh, see you uh, next time. Adios. Peace.